Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Last month, in fact, uh, they were already starting to see more and more migrants come across into the Rio Grande Valley, leading the city of Brownsville to declare a state of emergency. We checked in with Team Brownsville. They are a nonprofit here that help migrants after they cross into the United States. They say they have about a thousand migrants currently in their shelter and they're at capacity. So much so that we're starting to see people sleeping on the streets here outside of these ports of entry, like the one I'm standing in front of. It is really uh, making a lot of people anxious here along the U.S.-Mexican border about what's to come. Well, I think we know what's to come, right? Oh, yeah. Come Thursday, they're rushing the border. Well, it's like you have water up to your neck, and the the weather forecaster says, yeah, heaviest rains we've seen uh, in history coming up tomorrow. Uh, They're going to drown in humanity. Well, let's hear a little of this. Uh, This is Bill Malusian of Fox is uh, doing great reporting on the border when nobody else was about what the Texas governor's up to right now. President Biden's open border policies is going to cause a catastrophic disaster. Today, Texas Governor Greg Abbott announced the formation of a new elite border response force made up of hundreds of Texas National Guard soldiers who he says will deploy to hot spots and repel mass illegal crossings. They will be deployed uh, with the equipment and tools that will be needed for them to be effective. That includes boats on the water, night vision, as well as riot gear. 
So before we get to some more reporting, because all outlets are now on this story, which the Biden administration has to be really worried about. But here's here are Bill Malusian's numbers that he tweeted out yesterday. Breaking. Border Patrol reports a staggering 26,000-plus migrant apprehensions in a three-day span. That is an wow. average of almost 9,000 per day, which is the highest daily average I've ever seen reported. So we're setting records every single day. In the past 72 hours, this is according to the Chief of Border Patrol, there have been over 26,000 apprehensions, about 7,400 gotaways in three days. They got 164 pounds of marijuana, 83 pounds of meth, 66 pounds of cocaine. I guess this would be for the argument that it's only people trying to come here and make their way and make their life. It's mostly. It's a lot of people, but there's also this. 83 pounds of meth, 66 pounds of cocaine, 11 pounds of fentanyl, which would probably be enough to kill everybody in America. Five pounds of heroin, bunch of cash, some firearms, some sex offenders. Wanted felons, some gang members, that sort of thing. Of course, you only do you only know that with the people that you uh, you don't know with the gotaways. You don't have any idea right. what they. Well, and it was striking that the number of uh, you know apprehensions was 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 huge, but the number of gotaways alone is shocking. It's funny how you have shocking number after shocking number thrown your way, and after a while, you can't even comprehend it. Right. Right. Here's uh, here's ABC's version of the story from yesterday. Officials are bracing for upwards of 10,000 migrant crossings every day. In preparation, the Biden administration is expanding holding facilities, adding immigration officers, and even sending 1,500 active duty troops to support the response. Texas deploying more than 500 additional National Guard troops along the border as the state prepares for what might come next. Keep in mind the distinction that was made, I think it was by the the head of the Border Patrol Union uh, last week, that during the Trump administration, when they sent troops to the border, those troops were engaged in turning the people around, processing them, and getting them the hell out of the country. Whereas uh, the Biden administration is sending those troops to handle the paperwork behind the scenes so that people can be turned loose more quickly into the country. So they don't they're not too impacted as the, you know, the paper pushers say at the detention centers. That's what they're afraid of. Scenes of packed in human beings and squalor at the detention centers. So they're going to turn people loose into the country as fast as they possibly can. Well, I'm looking at packed in scenes and squalor just on the other side. Right now, as it is the lead story on Good Morning America and the CBS Early Show, both covering it with unbelievable videos. Good God, the humanity stretches as far as the camera can see. Boy, and they're still leaning on that whole, you know, this is a problem. We need to go after the root causes. We have to understand in Central America, the blah, blah, blah. What a dodge. Yeah, well, here's well, the... And you put Kamala Harris in charge of it. I mean, that's pr- a pretty clear gesture that you're not serious. Oh, my God, look at that line in Texas. Oh. All those people think... And this they're... is pre-Title 42 getting rolled yeah, back. Yeah, all these people think they're getting in on Thursday. And May get in on Thursday. So the president's spokeswoman, KJP, was asked about some of these numbers and the crisis and everything yesterday. Is the president really focused on today's biggest issues when everyone in here is asking about Title 42, the debt ceiling, mass shooting over the weekend, and we didn't hear the president talk about any of those things? Regular American families, everyday families, are thinking about Memorial Day weekend. So that was her answer. 
the fact that the president hasn't answered any questions about Title 42 or immigration or the debt ceiling or any of the major things. Is he focused on the major issues? of the- Hey, regular Americans are thinking about Memorial Day weekend. They aren't thinking about these things. Wow, that's a weird answer from the from the press room. KJP, who makes Kamala Harris look like Churchill with her <laughs> speechifying. I mean, well, what is she supposed to do? Hey, hey, wise guy, what would you say if you're the spokesman for a guy whose mind has gone south on him and hasn't had a press <laughs> conference in a year and doesn't talk about anything ever? What would you say? We are working hard to address the problems, uh, some of it behind the scenes. Uh, We don't make a big show of it, but believe me, the work of the American people goes on. Next question. (laughs) I would say the president is suffering from senility and is not capable of dealing with these questions. And so we are hiding him from the public. We systematically made decisions based on whether they were the opposite of Donald Trump's without regard to whether they were effective or not. It turns out that that was a mistake, a serious mistake, and many of the things we implemented are horrible ideas. What we're trying to do now is extricate ourselves from the pit we have dug ourselves without admitting we're in a pit. Next question. Uh, So my answer was the real answer in which you would say he is not mentally capable of dealing with all these things on his feet in front of the press, which is why he's not taking these questions. And it would be a national security issue to make it clear to our adversaries that our current president is not uh, up to the job. Right. That would be the honest answer. And I'm thinking that about 98% of people around him would agree. Including you know his friends. You know what strikes me about this conversation? Um, I was no great fan of Barack Obama's, obviously. If you've been listening long enough to know it, you know it. Uh, but I think about Barack Obama, for instance. Eric Holder, who I was definitely not a fan of. And I'm trying to think of some more of his cabinet members. Susan Rice. Uh, if she told you it was a Tuesday, check the calendar, because she's probably lying, etc. But all of those people were extremely bright. With the Biden administration, you got the old man, of course, well discussed. You have Kamala Harris, <laughs> KJP, Oof. and Alejandro Mayorkas. Oh, the and, and actually, is secure. Gills, what's the name of the uh, the dope who is so big in California politics? He's now the secretary of uh, HUD. Uh, it doesn't matter. I'll come up with his name. There are too many government officials. It needs to be smaller. But. <laughs> I mean, these people are dopes. Well, I've, I've heard this argument made before, uh, and this actually makes sense, that because we've witnessed it. When, when somebody gets elected president, they, they have brought in their A-team. These are the best people that they knew that were in their orbit to be the various secretaries and advisors, stuff like that. And those people mm-hmm. hang around for a couple years. But they burn out. They got families. They want a cable news job. They want to write a book, whatever it is they leave. And want then to cash you, in, right? Yeah. You want to cash in. Then you bring in the B team in your first term. Then when you get to your second term, now you're starting to bring in the C and D team. And and everybody's witnessed this. You start to get people that are just less impressive uh, filling these positions. Well, the Biden administration is really a third term 
of the Obama presidency, and he's on the EFNG team. Oh, boy. And that's what it looks like. Wow. So uh, to cite Huxley, we're down to the, the gammas. Right. And wow. I think that's yeah, what it looks like. Yeah, that makes like. sense. Yeah, it really yeah. does. Well, you combine that with their, uh, their openly, uh, you know, uh, proud tokenism, where, yes, I'm going to uh, have a black person, well, a black woman be my vice president. I'm going to appoint a black woman to the Supreme Court. Um, it's just historic and wonderful that KJP, though she is utterly incompetent, is a black bisexual woman or lesbian or whatever she is. It's a non-gender, fluid, queer, LGBTQ plus minus three. Uh, you know, that's that's the key. Never mind competence. So you have the, the FG team and tokenism, and this is what you get. I want to hear one more thing from Bill Malusian, because this will be the number we'll hold in our mind waiting for the numbers for next week. But this is, this is where we are now. Border Patrol reports that last week alone, they detected almost 19,000 known gotaways at our border. Just to put those numbers in perspective, that's equivalent to roughly a full capacity NBA arena sneaking across our border and getting into the United States without capture in a single week. And we have no idea who they are, why they came, whatever. Pro- probably a whole bunch of people that just want to find a job and start their life, although you do have to control that also. But a whole bunch of other people, as we saw with the the weapons and the drugs and the, everything else. What's the number going to be like next week after this sea of humanity rushes the border on Thursday when this Title 42 expires? If it is 90% good, hardworking people who just want a better life for their family, that means we have 1,900 criminals a week coming into the country. That's the 10% that's left Why would you from do that, that number. Why would you do that? No sane country would. No sane country does. Try that in Germany. Try that in England. Try that anywhere you want. I tell you. I, don't know. I this, tell you. This can't go on. <laughs> well, yeah. if something can't go on, it will end. Right. And, uh, well, anyway, so this is going to be something to watch over the next couple of days, won't it? Did we get the clip I asked for where the president says you can sum up America in one word? Yeah. That's uh, because that well, that's got to be one of our go tos. Twenty seven. I haven't heard this. Twenty seven. Oh, yeah. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him. Uh, foot, foot, excuse me. <laughs> what does that's he, the all timer? What does he go on to say? I was going to put him. Uh, foot, foot, <laughs> what does he end up saying? Do you know? I, I don't remember. <laughs> Probably you know optimism or dedication or. Right. Something. <laughs> Diversity. Yeah, exactly. One more. Say it again. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him in uh, foot, foot, Excuse me. Wow. I wonder if there was bleeding. Tongue. Does anybody hurt? Ah. Uh, Oscar winning actress comes out and declares all four of her children are queer, which I thought was an interesting story. If you haven't seen that. Uh, among other things on the way, stay with us. I was going to put him in uh, foot. Armstrong and Getty. <laughs> 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. McDonald's has introduced a new sandwich that combines beef, fish, and chicken that they're calling the land, air, and sea. Wait, is air the chicken? Does McDonald's think chickens fly? I had some of the new burgers yesterday from McDonald's. You know, they changed their recipe. They are better. I'm, I've, I'm fully on the side that I think the cheeseburgers are better than they used to be. Better is in better, not just more like a hamburger. Uh, both. They're both. Okay. But, uh, okay. Fair enough. Uh, I think they're bigger, too, because I used to get four and eat them, and now I can only eat three. So I think they're just bigger also. Anyway. Uh, Speaking of food, coming up next segment, there is a growing body of science that thinks the ultra-processed foods we eat, you know, your convenience foods, among others, um, are are causing more anxiety, depression, and cognitive decline. Fast food, packaged foods, etc., aren't just bad for the, your body. They're bad for your brain. Oh, it's this, really intriguing. This frightens me. I want to hear that. And also, speaking, I think it frightens everybody. Speaking of fast food, Wendy's is going to go AI for their drive-throughs. So we'll talk about that later when we talk about AI, which I got to think is going to be an improvement, but is going to eliminate a lot of jobs, a lot of good starter jobs. So I don't know the actress Marsha Gay Harden. I kind of recognize her. I guess I didn't see the movie Pollock. She won an Oscar for that. She's big on Broadway, and I attend roughly zero Broadway shows every year. She's in uh, one of those uh, super big police procedurals, I think. Oh, right. She was in Law & Order SVU or something. Yeah, something like anyway, that. Anyway, yeah. um, uh, she's a big deal, and she was participating in a telethon over the weekend for what disease? This telethon was to... Keep drag prevalent in America, drag shows, Ugh. lending your time and fame to raise more money for drag isn't dangerous. A digital fundraiser, a live telethon over the weekend to raise money to support drag. Okay, fine. Do whatever you want to do. 
But uh, as part of her appearance on the telethon to help support drag nationwide, she said, all of my children are queer and I learn from them every day. She has four kids. Uh, and I thought, well, that's interesting. They're all gay. Statistically, that's unlikely. Oh, no, this is what she meant. My my eldest child is non-binary. My son is gay. My youngest is fluid. And then the other one is I cut that off somewhere. But um, so I don't I don't even know what that means. All right, whatever. So does that all come under the uh, the umbrella of queer if you're fluid or non-binary? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the thinking being that the whole LGBTQ plus minus BBQ, uh, you know, NWA zero times the power of three thing has become such a self parody. And it has is the thing. It's ridiculous um, that they they need to come up with an all encompassing term and, and queer appears to be it. Hmm. Um, uh, of course, I- if you call somebody a queer um, you know, then you're probably going to be in trouble. Well, I never would, so you're not going to have to worry about it. But uh, my eldest is non-binary, my son is gay, my youngest is fluid. Now, her son who is gay, that's, you know, okay. Well, but- my point wasn't that you're going to call those people queer. It's another example where the term they proudly embrace is verboten to you. The other two, the non-binary and the fluid, any chance they've grown up in a family where there's no flipping way you would say, I'm just regular straight, Mom, I just... <laughs> yeah, no I think way. That- could be a factor yeah yeah imagine there's a certain amount of pressure in that family to have something unique i'm fluid okay so you're gonna scare so you can adapt to the shape of your container <laughs> you're gonna scare the bejesus out of us about eating what we eat roughly speaking yes okay armstrong and getty Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. 
any kid who grew up in the 80s and 90s can tell you that Brussels sprouts were incredibly bitter when we were kids. But in the 1990s, a Dutch scientist, he identified the chemical in Brussels sprouts that makes them bitter. So in the 90s, the chemical that was producing that bitter flavor was bred out, crossbred with higher producing varieties, meaning we got more Brussels sprouts that weren't bitter. So by the time the 2010s rolled around, there were lots of Brussels sprouts and they didn't taste bitter anymore. And suddenly they're incredibly palatable and thus really good on restaurant menus. Genetic modification isn't a dirty word. It's how we make tasty vegetables today. Hmm. Slid in there at the end there, huh? So you got some cutie uh, Generation Z talking girl to slide in your modified vegetable propaganda. Oh, Frankensprouts. <laughs> you know, I heard, uh, uh, you know, all my life, Brussels sprouts used as a punchline for something unpalatable. And uh, Judy finally talked me into eating them because she likes them. Which and one? I thought, wow. What are we talking about? What do they look like? I don't know my vegetables. Brussels sprouts look like tiny little heads of cabbage. Okay, those. All right. Um, we have them with like balsamic, uh, a balsamic vinegar glaze thing on there. That's just terrific. That's part of the. I always heard class. Of them as, uh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's me. Anyway, <clears throat> and I, she finally talked me into trying them, and I thought, wow, these are actually pretty good, especially with the drizzle stuff on there. Mm. Um, but now I know why. Thank you, Michael, for that uh, bit of infotainment, uh, intormation, if you will. It's mm-hmm. fabulous. So speaking of food, um, uh, I, I, you should know, and, and those of us or those of you who know us uh, have listened for years, you know we're not guys who jump on various food trends or diet crazes or whatever. Uh, we might be interested in it, might look into it, but we're not people who scurry around after the latest you know, so-called information, uh, in, uh, uh, nutritional information out there. But I was really struck by a piece in the New York Times about highly processed foods and brain health. As we've discussed many times on the show, where is all the autism coming from? Is it just recognition? Better diagnosis? Maybe. How about all the Parkinson's uh, uh, dementia? Is it just people are living longer? Maybe. How about all the anxiety and depression and cognitive decline in general? Is that because we're totally uh, taking inputs all day long, all the time, and it's making us nuts? Maybe. Or is it something environmental as well? Because there are very few things in science or, or in life that are explained by one thing. It's almost always a couple of things. Is it plastics in our bloodstream? I don't know. But so this article uh, says eating packaged foods like cereal, some cereal, and frozen meals has been associated with anxiety, depression, and cognitive decline. Scientists are still piecing together why. Then, of course, they tip their cap to the uh, physical health effects of eating too many breakfast cereals, snack bars, frozen meals, all packaged sweets, highly prepared foods, uh, diabetes, obesity, cancer. We all know that, right? Um, But what's so insidious about these foods, they write us... And how you can avoid the mental... Oh, I'm sorry. What's so insidious about these foods? And how can you avoid the mental fallout? Scientists are still working on answers, but here's what we know so far. What qualifies as an ultra-processed food? This is pretty easy to understand. In 2009, Brazilian researchers put food on a four-part scale. And yes, we'll post this at armstrongandgetty.com under hot links so you have it. I'm paying Um, very close attention to this. I'm worried about this. I'm flattered and I'm pleased. Uh, Four-part scale from unprocessed, obvious. You grab an orange, you eat it. Pull a carrot out of the ground. 
Very, very unprocessed. Don't even wash it. Uh, and, and minimally processed, like fruits, vegetables, and rice and flour, to processed oils, butter, sugar, dairy products, some canned foods. We'll get into that. And smoked meats and fish and ultra-processed foods. Ultra-processed foods include ingredients that are rarely, if ever, used in homemade recipes. And I was scanning uh, nutritional labels yesterday, having read this um, in, in our house. It's easy to find. How often have you used high fructose corn syrup or hydrogenated oils or protein isolates and chemical additives like colors, artificial flavors, sweeteners, emulsifiers, and preservatives when you're whipping up dinner? Honey, where are the chemical additives? Where'd you put them? Uh, so this classification system is now widely used by nutrition researchers. And ultra-processed foods, or UPFs, make up a majority of the packaged foods you'll find in the frozen food aisles at grocery stores and on the menu at fast food restaurants. 70% of the packaged foods sold in the United States are considered ultra-processed. And they're increasingly edging out healthier foods in people's diets and are widely consumed across socioeconomic groups. God, I'll bet 90% of the food I eat is ultra-processed. And I remember this made a big impression on you a few years ago when 60 Minutes did that big story on the food uh, laboratories. Heck, yeah. This uh, epidemiologist uh, says uh, ultra-processed foods are carefully formulated to be so palatable and satisfying that they're almost addictive. The problem is that in order to make the products taste better and better, manufacturers make them less and less like real food. And recent research has demonstrated a link between highly processed foods and low mood or mood disorders. Now, always be careful. The word link in science is very vague. It's practically useless. So this is evidence. This is not proof. Um, what's the cause? What is it correlation or causation? Is it one-tenth of the reason? Is it 50% of the reason? you got to be careful with the word link. Anyway, um, a lot of science reporting in mainstream publications is terrible. I'll admit that, but this is still intriguing. Uh, let's see. Uh, one 2022 study of over 10,000 adults in the United States. The more UPFs participants ate, the more likely they were to report mild depression or feelings of anxiety. Quote, there is a significant increase in mentally unhealthy days for those eating 60% or more of their calories from UPFs. This is not proof or causation, but what we can say is there seems to be an association. Well, there would be, you know, if you want to get Freakonomics on this, I guarantee Please, you. Yeah. I guarantee you there are all kinds of lifestyle choices that go with eating 60% or more of your food from ultra-processed. You have a tendency to do all kinds of different things, I'll bet, that it's other absolutely healthier possible. people don't do. Uh, you're probably less likely to exercise. You're more likely to stare at your phone. There's probably all kinds of things that go with eating more you know, food out of a box and that sort of thing. Okay, a bit more evidence, because I, I agree with you. That's why I'm always skeptical about these things. Uh, 2022 study uh, that followed nearly 11,000 Brazilian adults how many is a Brazilian? One of my favorite <laughs> jokes. Uh, they've followed uh, nearly 11,000 Brazilian adults over a decade and found a correlation between eating ultra-processed foods and worse cognitive function, the ability to learn, remember, reason, and solve problems. Uh, while we have a natural decline, quote, in these abilities with age, we saw that this decline accelerated by 28% in people who consume more than 20% of their calories from UPFs, said the professor at the Sao Paulo Medical School lead author, etc. But Why? It's unclear. 
Many high-quality randomized studies have shown the beneficial effects of a nutrient-dense diet on imp- uh, on depression. If you have clinical depression, they get you on a very natural diet, and many high-quality studies have shown that helps, but they're not sure why. Mm. They think it might have to do with how poor gut health affects the brain. Diets that are high in ultra-processed foods are typically low in fiber, which is found mostly plants, vegetables, nuts, etc. Fiber helps feed the good bacteria in the gut. Fiber is also necessary for the production of short-chain fatty acids and the substances produced when it breaks down the digestive system, which play an important role in brain function. One of the most interesting things I learned, when Judy was pregnant with Caitlin, our first kid, I read voraciously about fetal development and then early childhood development and one of the interesting things that it's super simple, but is uh, how important fat is to an infant. Um, one of the reasons babies are, are chunky and they drink whole milk is that fat is incredibly important in forming your brain. And it, it probably continues in some way in adulthood. In fact, they quote uh, the International Society for Nutritional Psychiatry Research, blah, 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 um, that uh, it plays an important role in brain function. We know that people with depression and other mental disorders have a less diverse composition of gut bacteria and fewer short-chain fatty acids. Well, as now, a- I, I could go on, but now we're really getting into uh, college science class. But it's pretty compelling. Uh, what do they call it? Um not proof, but it's uh, compelling uh, evidence. How long have human beings not been eating primarily that first category, though? Geez, 100 years? Depending on where you live, shorter than that. Shorter, uh, Yeah, I would say shorter than that. Probably yeah, actually, since uh, nine, the early 60s? Yeah, for my family lineage, it would be much more recent than that, that we've switched to... Thinking about what I ate as a kid and my mom prepared, it was way more of that first category and the yeah. second. And almost yeah, speaking none personally, of it'd left. be like the 80s. Yeah. And my kids are eating way more of that crap uh, because of me, not them, than, uh, than I did. That's not good. I should. Turn I think that there's around. something here. I really do. Why would it be surprising to anyone? Why would it be surprising if, to anyone that stuff you know made by scientists put in a plastic sack that that that, that doesn't go bad for two two years is not healthy for us? It's as if elephants all of a sudden started eating only the things people threw at them in the zoo, you know, peanuts yeah. and marshmallows and stuff. Right? Why are the elephants so damn unhealthy? Could it be what they eat every day? No, stop it. Their brains don't work. The elephants have gone crazy. Yeah, I should be. I really should work at that. Dang it. It's so convenient is why, you know, well, and yummy. You can you, and delicious. You, you combine delicious with convenient and you make bad choices. Yes, I do. I do. Anyway, a lot of you don't. And good for you. You're better than me. I'll admit that. I wish we had a HelloFresh commercial right now. Be a good time for it. God, I remember going out to eat with a couple one time years ago and uh, they were like super fit. Exercise all the time, eight right. Like, I hate you know him already. What? You know what? I'm just gonna cheat tonight. I'm just gonna cheat tonight. I mean, and he had like two French fries and a bite of pie or something. Just like <laughs> being crazy. I hated that. <laughs> 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 He's obviously doing the right thing. 
And I, I should I got, do that. But. I got this protein bar mm-hmm. that I eat mid-show. Yeah, if that sound is involved in the food, wow, almost yeah. guaranteed you shouldn't eat it. That sound is the sound of death. It's wow. dementia. Wow. But I, I eat way too much food that is associated with that sound, the crinkly plastic. Oh, my God, look at that list of ingredients. It's it's as long as Moby Dick with fewer whales. Um, that's incredible. Why am I eating this? It's crap. Be- it's crap? Because, it's crap. Because of the two reasons I just said, delicious and convenient. Well, this is my last one of the... Well, I'll probably finish the box. <laughs> God, I'm just... I, 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 I get done with this screed. I've wasted all of your time on this, and I was, I'm ready to take a bite of the very thing I was warning you against. Yeah. Absolutely. And you probably consider that kind of healthy compared to a candy bar or something. That's it. I'm turning over a new leaf. I'm going to just eat, I don't know, a banana and a handful of peanuts for breakfast or something like that. God, I had a outrageous last night. That's a good candy bar right there. What are you, eight years old? It's terrible. (laughs) Artificial intelligence. Uh, Bill Gates. He's pretty smart. He was asked about that on ABC News last night. We'll get into some of that and other things on the way. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Are you scared? We're all scared that a bad guy could grab it. Uh, let's say the bad guys get ahead of the good guys. Then something like cyber attacks, you know, could be driven by an AI. That was Bill Gates asked about the flight logs to Jeffrey Epstein's island. Are you Whoa. scared? 
<laughs> actually, he was, Good one, sir. actually, he was talking about artificial intelligence, and he said, yeah, we're all scared and what bad guys could do, and uh, I got a really interesting story about AI and Wendy's drive through that I want to get to, but we're going to make you eat your vegetables before we get to the delicious Wendy's. Here's more Bill Gates talking about AI. Why not put a pause to it while we just figure out some of these very basic things? If you just pause the good guys and you don't pause everyone else, you're probably hurting yourself. You definitely want the good guys to have strong AI. Can you guarantee that? If you stop the good guys, you can guarantee it won't happen. Yeah, yeah, that's a decent point. I think he's right. I I think that discussion was one of the shortest ever how about we pause? The bad guys won't. Oh, right. <laughs> well, it's it's still being conducted about the bomb, though. I mean, Oppenheimer, for the rest of his life, wished he hadn't or wondered if he should have gone for... Yes, obviously you should have created the bomb for the United States so that the Nazis didn't get it first. Are you nuts? Yeah, you know, it's possible, and I don't know the man. I haven't really read about him. It's possible that he was a brilliant scientist, but utterly lacking in wisdom perspective. I don't know. Good gosh, and the same with the AI. Yeah, it's going to be horrible for mankind, might destroy the world, but better we're got the leading edge of it rather than the Chinese or North Koreans, Iranians, or whoever. Anyway, back to the fun stuff with artificial intelligence. I found this is kind of interesting. You may encounter AI at the Wendy's drive-thru this summer. They're going to start rolling it out. And you won't know it because it's going to, you know, we've played a variety of AI clips of voices that, you know, they can get it to impersonate anybody. So they can just make it sound like a pleasant uh, man or woman taking Mm. your order there at the drive-thru. And they're talking about how much more complicated this is than you would think it is. Now, what I was picturing is the current version of, and I hate it so much, computer customer service. I would roll into the Wendy's and say... Yeah, I'd like a uh, quarter pounder, or not quarter pounder, a single with cheese. Did you say milkshake? No, I said quarter pounder with cheese. Two milkshakes. You know, the way <laughs> it is now when you call your bank. Sure. Did you say savings? No. I didn't say savings at all, you effing dolt. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This makes me so angry. Zero to 60. Mix in some decaf, huh? <laughs> I hate that. But they're talking about how complicated this is that, for instance... The AI has to be up on all the unique terms, phrases, and acronyms that customers regularly use when ordering burger fries and other items. The fact that they may sell shake when they don't have shakes, they have frosties. The fact that they may call a a junior bacon cheeseburger a JBC or refer to a biggie bag if they want a combination of various things. I don't know all this stuff. Also, the ability to get through the extraneous noise of music, kids in the back seat. The motor running, focus Mm. on the main voice as opposed to the other voices. I thought that was interesting. Um, At the same time, be able to deal with people regularly changing their minds midway through the, no, mom, I I wanted a large fry. Okay, make that second one with a large fry. You know, the AI needs to be able to deal with all that. Yeah, wow, that would be impressive. Yeah, yeah, but I'll bet it works. I'll bet it works as well as the disinterested recent parolee 19-year-old, not at Wendy's, but other fast food restaurants I've been to, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) depending on your hiring practices. But uh, the main thing is, is going to be, I think this is going to be the first big introduces it to America AI thing, way more than any of the chat GPT stuff that you've been hearing about. 
If this works, I think it's going to be a real eye-opener for everybody. Oh, boy. Life is about to change. If it, if, it, if it actually works, like everybody's satisfied with it, I think we're all going to recognize, wow, gazillions of jobs are about to go away. Yes, absolutely. And your living wage for flipping burgers nonsense is going to go away just as quickly. Uh, boy, we'll, end, we'll be in a situation then. You know, the other aspect of AI I've been reading about lately is uh, those who are in the know or study this sort of thing are really worried about how it's going to affect warfare in the fairly near future. Autonomous weapons, unmanned self, uh, you know, target self-identifying drones and, and that sort of thing, and maybe even when to n- use nuclear arms. How to verify uh, an attack has begun, etc. AI would probably do better than... Then a bunch of people trying to get each other on the phone. Ooh, There's concern boy. about that. I don't know about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there are all sorts of examples of how it could be used in, in warfare. Oh, and speaking of drones, uh, I wanted to mention that uh, I just came across an article that pointed out the uh, Ukrainians and the Russians, to some extent, are using modified, like, higher-end department store drones in warfare. They're modifying them to carry explosives. And so, yeah, they're pretty unsophisticated drones when you hear about a drone attack on Kiev or on the Russian troops in Crimea. Big explosions, but pretty unsophisticated drones. Hmm. We do four hours of the show. If you miss an hour, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.